All right, welcome back to the latest and the greatest of the Blue Brothers Sportscast. Real talk, real fans, we bring you Michigan football each and every week. And this is a big week for sure because the 2017 class recruiting class for Michigan is officially closed. Today is National Signing Day. There's still a few minutes left in the day before it officially becomes February 2nd. So we will go ahead and forego any intros, anything, and just go ahead and dive right into it because today was an exciting day, to say the least. Yeah, it was a great day, man. Michigan tore it up, I think. Um, not, I mean, yeah, the, you know, you had rumors and you had things kind of floating around there about Aubrey Solomon and, and of course, uh, Nico Collins, so... But uh, I don't think anything uh, too shocking today that people were like, whoa, that came out of nowhere. So um, uh, great day for Michigan. Wow, Jim Harbaugh just kicking tail on the recruiting trail, man. And I tell you, what a great class we have. I think it's probably one of the best recruiting class. I tell you what, this is the time. Look, if you want to be a quarterback for Michigan, you better come to Michigan because, man, not only do we have a great team, but you've got the like what the top 30 in the country at receiving positions so um lots of receivers lots of young receivers so yeah lots of, a lot of weapons to play with <laughs> yeah for sure a lot of different things going on today um and all of them great news there are some things that there are always some uncertainties going into the day um but we did get some great commits today, uh, and compared to last year, I can't remember how many Michigan had on National Signing Day, but we will get into the details here. Um, the main stuff kind of revolving around actually the event that Michigan held for the second annual Signing of the Stars. We've got a little music to go with it here. I think... Uh, Craig, yeah. Craig might be a little bit more familiar with that. I'm not the biggest Oscars person. That's the off the off the wing of things. Just uh, finding some music to kind of go with this a little bit. They had uh, they had good stuff at the. Uh, it wasn't an award ceremony, but the signing of the stars. They had good music. They had great graphics. They had awesome videos. They had you watched it, didn't you? Oh yeah. Did you not yeah. watch it? Did you at least watch like the recap or something? I was moving. I was at work. And I was moving in and out of work, so I'd be doing a little bit, watch a little bit, but then I had to take off. So, but yeah, I was watching here and there, but not all the time. Oh yeah, I watched. So, I didn't watch every second. I watched most of it. Um, I was kind of in, in and out of my office as well. And then, uh, what was it? Was it the tail? No, I, I was able to see the end of it. Actually, I felt like it ended rather abruptly. Did you see the end of it? Yeah, it was like real quick, like, whoa, that's it. <laughs> I thought, good night, ladies and gentlemen, nothing. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was, was like, it was kind of surprised. I, I was a little surprised. I was actually kind of like sitting there in my office. I wasn't watching it. I was listening to it. And then all of a sudden, um, I, I guess I wasn't paying that close of attention and it was just done. I had to go back to make sure it wasn't something weird, like I just lost my feet or something. It, it was just over. So kind of, yeah. I mean... Not to uh, throw a wet towel on things, but I guess if there's one, because there's all, I mean, anybody who is uh, 
everybody should be competitive and always looking to improve themselves. So one thing that I would say that could be improved for this uh, event and everything moving into the future is maybe more of a uh, a, a climax, uh, you know, uh, something great to kind of send things off. I think last year was they were trying to ho- uh, they were kind of hoping to bring the Rashawn Gary announcement in. Right. At the end of it. Um, And I know that last year that they did the Chad Tuff Foundation talk at the end of things. So it -hmm. it was great. And so I'm not trying to dog on the situation, but just kind of just things kind of where I don't don't know if I I was thinking for some reason that uh, maybe something more would happen at the end. But it, it was the ending, whatever you want to call it, ceremony, speech, talk was very short. Yeah, and it seemed to me like, you know, and let me know if I'm wrong, but it seemed like more of a, that this particular signing of the stars was more of like uh, passing of the torch type show where you had future Michigan players with, uh, or with past ones and, you know, you had uh, Brandon, you know, you had Brandon Graham, Lamar Woodley and some you know two of the best defensive linemen in the in the for, since Michigan you know and and they were there and you had Funches and you had uh, obviously um, a lot of those guys were there receivers and um, and to see them there it just seemed like it was kind of like a passing of the torch type night or day um, to show what they were and what the to have their uh, mentors, you know, I know Braylon Edwards is there and I know he's mentored, uh, uh, people's Jones quite a bit. So, and that was really cool to see those two up there together and how they look up to them. And, and man, if we can get anything like those two guys to play, that would be one heck of a year for Michigan. So, yeah, well, I like how you're saying the passing of the torch. It was, it felt more ceremonial this year than last year. And, I think that's a cool thing because it's fun for the players to see some of the people who were there before and uh, the fan base always appreciates seeing some of the players coming back to to the university and everything. So, but you were talking about the receivers and hopefully not too scattered with this, but one thing that I want to make sure to mention, uh, I don't know, I mean, I remember it and it's a very fond memory for any Michigan fan uh, having Braylon Edwards and the type of the receiver that he was and how big of an impact he made, Mm -hmm. how, how quickly he made a big impact. And I don't know why I've thought, I haven't thought about it maybe just because Michigan's been in a drought for so long, but I was really thinking more about that this year. Well, partially that would, be due to the fact that our receiving receivers in this class appeared to be uh, pretty amazing compared to most recruiting years. But I'm really looking forward to and hoping. I know last year we talked a lot about the running backs. We're probably going to be talking a lot about the running backs again this year. But especially since we lost so many in the receiving core, it'll be interesting. And I'm really hoping to see a Braylon Edward-esque, if I say that. Is, right. Yeah, that would be the right way to say it a type player step in and have an awesome freshman year. So, 
Yeah, I mean, Braylon Edwards is probably one of the best uh, receivers ever to come out of Michigan. So, and you know, they he, he had like over three hundred, well, thirty five hundred yards uh, in, in catching and receiving, and I think close to forty yard, forty touchdowns. So, in his tenure here at Michigan, so. And I tell you, and Braylon Edwards has his, you know, he has a plaque down in the tunnel um, under under the ground at Michigan Stadium, so at, at the big house. So, you know, some pretty tough shoes, but these guys can do it. I mean, we're talking Donovan Peoples-Jones, Tariq Black, uh, getting uh, Oliver uh, Martin the other day, which is great. Um, great slot receiver. And then obviously picking up Nico Collins and talking about it a tall six, four lanky guy. Excellent. I mean, it, it, we've it, Jim Harbaugh and their staff hit it out of the park, man. They got tall receivers and then they got uh six, three guys that are, aren't on the real tall guy size, but they're fast and athletic. And man, I tell you, it's, it, it, I'll be surprised. I'll be really shocked if none of these guys work out or at least one of them. I mean, I, I just think they're all going to do really, really well. So. Yeah, it's 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 hard pressed to say that not nah, at least somebody's going to work out. But I mean, it could be. I'm very. This is a very early look into next year, but I'm very interested, and I'm not. I'm I'm talking about potential here, and mm-hmm. so I'm not like. You know, everybody's saying 2018 is Michigan's year to make a championship run. And I'm not saying 2017 could be as well, but I'm thinking that 2017 has the potential to be better than people anticipate because, first of all, it's Harbaugh, but there's just kind of a feeling that I get with this one where you kind of look back and you think of the Fab Five when you had them at Michigan where they were right. so young, but they were so good. So right. I know we're talking about completely different sports, but I'm just – it comes to mind. So just no, – That's a good vibe, man. That's a good good comparison you got because it is it is like the Fab Five. <laughs> we got five receivers. You got Hawkins in there too. Don't, don't forget about him. Great receiver. I know he's a three-star, but, man, they showed highlights of him at the signing of the Stars, and, man, he looked great. Um so yeah, he's another guy. So five receivers coming in for Michigan. Yeah, it's it's going to be good. I'm I'm excited for the passing game. Uh, I mean, there's plenty to be talked about. Who the uh, yeah, and obviously Aubrey Solomon not able to make it because he you know he had his decision on um, ESPNU. Uh, I think what around eleven o'clock or what was it ten fifteen somewhere around. Uh, I think it was supposed to be nine forty. Okay. Wait, no, ten forty. Get pushed back. Yeah, okay. it got pushed back. I think it was nine forty five or ten forty five, then it got pushed back like a half an hour or something. Yeah. So yeah. that so, that was the one Yeah. Uh, who were you more in question about Solomon or Nico? Um well, you know, and I it, it, it's tough, you know, it's tough to do the show, you know, at times because, you know, because of things like this, because you know, I'm not there's tough, you know, because you and I, like we're talking about, have insight on things, you know, and we we can only say so much, and we don't want to. Did I know? I will say that there, I did know that Solomon was coming, so I did know it, uh, inside. 
um, yeah, ahead. And, and I, I, yeah, and real quick, not to cut you off, I, I realize, and I know that we had heard things and everything, but yeah. until it's done, right? I am yeah. always very skeptical, of, especially with the chaos mm-hmm. that was Najee Harris this year. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. And there, you know, you're always, you know, we, you and I both know we want to take that for as a, you know, grain of salt. We're always going, well, we get that, you know, I've, I got a really good inside source saying that he was coming, so which was great. But I certainly, you know, like you said, I'm always leery about putting anything out there, talking to anybody, whatever, just in case. And you know, then it looks bad on me and looks bad on the show, and I don't want to talk about that. So you, you know, you and I don't even talk about that on on the show. But I did know I was more confident in Aubrey coming, very confident in him coming to um, Michigan than I was uh, uh, Nico. Yep. So I think. um, I think for me, I was more in question about Solomon, but I was more nervous about Nico. And that was probably because Solomon had committed and it was just kind of like, oh, if we get Nico, if Nico does come through, then this is just going to make it to be all that much greater. So I think it was just the anticipation from, I mean, how many hours separated the two of just building yeah. up to Nico. So, I mean, we both knew that things looked very good for those. So, yeah, that was just kind of my thought process throughout the day as things built up to the... It certainly comes off like you were saying, you know, we're talking Aubrey who committed to Michigan and stepped away and then obviously had that Twitter backfire on him, you know, telling the F Michigan. And then, of course, that all hell broke loose on Twitter and saying... You know, we don't need you here then if you're going to act like that. And people going after him and saying, you know, you know just backlash at, at, at him. And, and, and you got to understand is, you, you know, come, Nick, Aubrey's coming off the fact is, hey, you know what? He was in, he was supposed to go to or supposed to go to the barbecue and they spelled his name wrong and something like that. And that just didn't sit well. And I don't blame him. I mean, I was like, you know, if you're somebody that's a, five-star recruit defensive tackle dang you better get his name right (laughs) you better spell it right too and it just didn't seem like he was you know didn't feel the love and i get it and you know and there's nothing wrong with that and yeah and the thing is i think we have to give aubrey solomon a little bit of credit by saying hey you know i messed up i should never have said that on about michigan but you know what maybe he was playing playing a little possum there. Maybe he was just saying that and throwing everybody off <laughs> and he picks Michigan and you've got to hand it to the staff to go back and talk to Aubrey and say, Hey, you know what? We still like, man, we want you here. You're going to be starting. You're going to be the man and you're going to be right alongside of Rashawn Gary with thunder and lightning. <laughs> and, and you're going to be taking down some, uh, some players. So, and what a great job of getting him. One of the best defensive lineman in the country so yeah well let me say this that this is a perfect example of why you keep your mouth shut and and, uh, it's kind of like and i don't even really want to say this but i guess i will go ahead and say this it's like just shut up until it's done because you don't know what's going to happen like for instance we know what happened to kylie on herbert and things went yep. differently for him. And it's just like, well, say if he had committed to somewhere else and people bashed him, but then he mm-hmm. changed his mind and came to Michigan later. 
You know, yeah. I mean, how foolish do you look for the crap that you talked when he committed one place and then he came back to or changed his mind and came back to Michigan? Right. That's not the case, but it's just like with this whole Solomon thing, it's a perfect example. There were people that got heated, and I understand the frustration people shared about what Solomon said about basically screw Michigan and they, mm-hmm. saying that they had frustration. Yeah, you can say you have frustration. You don't have to go to him because he's not coming to you, pointing his finger in your face and say, screw you. Right. If he did that, go ahead and say whatever you want to him. But until he says that to you, you don't need to say anything directly to him because look how it turned out. He he mm-hmm. wound up committing oh, yeah. to Michigan. So, yeah, people really need to just shut up and just watch watch it happen and just yeah, appreciate appreciate the good stuff that happens, especially because, like you said, this is one, if not the best recruiting classes for Michigan. With yeah. my limited time watching uh, recruiting for Michigan over the years, this is definitely the best class that I've paid attention to. Oh yeah, one of the best class, and you talk. We're talking about one of the best players in the country. I mean, you know, you got Peoples Jones is one of the best, but Aubrey is one of the best. <laughs> if you're gonna say top ten in the country, top five, he is top five. So, and to get him is huge for Michigan. So, and the short and to get uh, that defensive line going, I mean, they're gonna be just nasty. Uh, with those two guys leading the way, were Sean Gary and Aubrey Tom, uh, Aubrey Solomon. So, uh, what a great pickup today! And then obviously picking up um, Nico, like you mentioned, just he, like you said, he's in the top thirty at, at receiver, um, six four and tall and great. And man, he's going to be good too. So um, we can't wait to get him on the field and. I tell you, it's going to be one. Look, if you listen, if you're a fan of the show, you're going to have to keep listening to the show because I got a feeling this year, this offseason is going to be really interesting for both Caleb and I because there's going to be so many things in question, right? (laughs) That you and I are going to be going tackling all year round, going, is it? You know, is it Spate the starter? Is it Peters? Is it this? We don't know. Is a corn going to get better? Is what's going on with the running backs? Is uh, Walker doing better? Is it Evans? Is it Higdon? Is it who's that receiver? You know, who's that? Um, you know, receivers now? Is it Peoples Jones? Do we have Crawford there? We, I tell you, man, it's going to be interesting. To, this is going to be a great year for you and I, at least. Oh, yeah. Well, since, I mean, we we didn't plan it this way, but, I mean, just even being on board since Harbaugh was the coach, we've always got things to talk about. But with this recruiting class coming in and just like you're saying, all the questions and things that need to be answered for next season, there will be plenty to talk about. But Mm -hmm. to talk about today, uh, some of the details like we were kind of mentioning, there was a list of recruits that Michigan was paying attention to. And obviously the staff probably had a lot more um, better feel for some of these. But the players that uh, people were paying attention to were uh, Willie Gay, uh, linebacker. He wound up uh, committing to Mississippi State. Then uh, we know Aubrey Solomon. uh, He's a five-star defensive tackle, went with Michigan. Uh, Another player that Michigan was watching today was Jay Toffelli. Uh, yep. and four-star defensive tackle. 
Uh, he yep. wound up going with USC. Nico Collins. Hey. Yeah. USC. Good, yeah. They had a big day. Uh, Nico Collins then finished out for Michigan, uh, committing to them four-star receiver. And another one that we were watching was uh, Becton, offensive lineman. Shocker. Yeah, he, he picked Louisville. Kind of interestingly. You know what's interesting about that one is he didn't have Louisville's uh, hat out there. Yeah, that kind of made people <laughs> assume what was it's going on. That, yeah. But then okay. at the same time, it's just kind of, I, I don't know, it's one of those things where you just, assuming yeah. isn't always the best way to go. Well, you know, perfectly, yeah, like you said, you know, you know, I had strong feelings he was going to go to Virginia Tech with Becton and you know, he kind of wandered away from Michigan, but uh, the, for Louisville and the cards to pick him up is a great grab for them. So, and they actually have a pretty good class themselves. So, congrats to Beckton and going there. So, yeah. And then uh, Michigan had another uh, pickup today, which kind of came out under of the radar. Yeah, under the <laughs> radar. So, it was uh, Punter which is actually the number one punter in the country coming in at a two-star. I don't – okay, so correct – Yeah, Brad Robbins. Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. I don't – and I can't remember what they were ranked before, but what was uh, – wow. So focused on the names for today, and I'm forgetting. Who was the kicker that we got? Oh, Brad Robbins? Uh, no, no, last year. Um, oh, last year. Oh, from, we took him from Penn oh, yeah. State, wasn't it? Oh, he's a kicker. Yeah. Um, yeah, he had a funky name. What was his? Uh, what was he ranked though? Do you remember? It, like, he's number one. Yeah, he's he was number one. one but I, I'm just kind of curious because it's just like you're the number one punter, but you're only a two star. I feel like if you're number one at your position, you should at least be a three star. So right. some of the rankings, I'm kind of like I. I mean, I would almost, well, no, I mean, I guess that wouldn't really work, but I'd be like, if you're number one at your position, shouldn't you be? Quinn Norton. Norton. Yeah, there we go. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but anyways, so that was under the radar. They That came in today. So Michigan technically picked up uh, three new commits today. I think the total is around, the total 30. is around 30. Is it 30? Yeah. 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 So big class. Well, it's a big breakdown. We're talking about, you know, you kind of collectively put um, the recruiting down into individual states. You got Peoples Jones, number one in Michigan, Black, <laughs> Tariq Black, number one in Connecticut. <laughs> Was it uh, St. Just at number one in Canada and <laughs> Quiddy Payne, number one in Rhode Island and Drew Singleton, number one in New Jersey, and Oliver Martin, number one in Iowa, and you know, obviously Amari, Amari Samuels, uh, number one in New Mexico. So, not bad. <laughs> yeah, no, not bad at all. And so, that, so that's part of the thing too, where I'm just like optimistic for next year. Um, yeah. I will be doing an episode here. Well, what we'll probably do after this, maybe not immediately. But we'll do a little bit of a review of 2016. Uh, we did some awards last year, like best plays, best games, things like that. So we might do that again this year. But we'll do a review, and then, of course, we'll do our early preview of 2017. But um, but something that I need to mention before I forget, do you realize what next week is, Craig? Not Valentine's Day. No. It, it's something to do with the show. 
Oh, you have to pick the winner, right? Uh, well, that's coming up too, but we you know, we need to get the, we don't oh. have the shirts. Oh, that, that's right. Yeah, I got to get on that. Yeah, uh, that that's your part of the project. Well, so oh, yeah. that's that's not it either, and you might and so. you might not know because it's kind of a subtle thing. But next oh. week is actually going to be our 100th episode. Wow. Yeah. We're going to be like like way up there. I know, right? And and just so people true. know, like we have some things if you go to our SoundCloud a lot, it shows that we have more than 100 sound clips, but not every sound clip is an episode because some of them are just segments. But yeah, next week is going to be our 100th episode. Wow. It's great. What are you getting me? Nothing. <laughs> I'm, I'm. I'll talk to the producer and see if they can do something special for the hundredth yeah. episode. Oh, that sounds good. All right. Maybe a little splurge and give us like a, a nice steak dinner with whole milk. <laughs> yeah, there you go, dude. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that'd be great. So, but um. Yeah, I mean, Michigan, you know, getting back to the, I mean, we got the number one receiver, number one center, but number two defensive tackle, <laughs> number five weak side defensive end, and number four and number eight outside linebackers, and number five pro style quarterback, and number nine inside linebacker, and the number one punter. Not bad. Yeah, for sure. I'm, and I, as I think so many people are, the the thing that I am going to be watching the most or most hopeful for moving forward is the offensive line. So, well, yeah, and I'm glad you brought that up because you know I had a friend of mine just uh, text me about that, talking about the offensive line is that'll be interesting. And I think some players are going to probably be switched around right there. Obviously, a part of me was at at that right tackle position. So, but that'll be interesting. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, you're right. I get what you're saying. Even next year, how the outside or the offensive line will do too. Yeah, uh, something that I kind of want to mention, kind of going back to the just the idea of the event of the day, the signing of the stars. I uh, I was I haven't been to either one. I didn't go to the first year. I didn't go to this year. Uh, I am. Just from watching it, though, today, I am kind of curious if people who went to both maybe preferred the first year because I feel like maybe they made it too big, like mm. too large of seating. You know, sometimes when you make a perfect example, here's a perfect example. When they do the basketball games in um, football fields or something like that, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, some of the things that they do with Final Fours where they, like, try to make their own stadium inside a stadium or something, and they put stands in weird, awkward positions. They, like, try to capitalize by putting as many people as they can in a small area, but then it mm -hmm. just kind of gets too big for the situation. I'm kind of wondering if that maybe happened this year. I mean, I'm sure that everybody went and had a good time, but I just... Um, I, I don't know. I'm kind of curious. If anybody went, if anybody, if any of our listeners went and they want to call and share their thoughts and everything and just the experience, feel free to do that. So, um, we, yeah, uh, it looked like the stage was different than last year's for sure. 
Yeah, so I'm just kind of wondering on the scale. I mean, obviously with sound equipment and everything, you'll probably be able to hear, but with uh, video and where you're viewing it and everything, I'm just kind of wondering how the experience maybe kind of would have gone as a whole. But if you do, uh, like I said, if anybody does want to call, feel free to call the uh, our voicemail line, which is 551-BLUE-BRO, or that's 551 551- Two five eight three two seven six. I'll drop that number there right uh, right now for that. So, um, yeah, it uh, jam packed day. They had different people come in to do different uh, announcements. It was cool to see some of the other uh, um, coaches from the athletic department there. Um, you talked about some of the guest list before, I, so I'm going to be covering some of. The, I'm going to be repeating some of the names here, but the Sklar brothers were there. Almost lost one there in the middle of the show. I don't know. Did you see that? <laughs> no, what happened? Uh, he fell off the edge of the stage. Oh, well, that's them. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was fun. They they rolled with it, but yeah, it was. Uh, it was thankfully it wasn't that far of a drop, but yeah, he he did okay. He survived. Uh, Sklar brothers were there. John Jansen was there. Jake Rudock, Brandon Graham, Lamar Woodley, Marlon Jackson, Devin Funches, Graham Glasgow. Raylan Edwards and Ian Gold. Mm-hmm. That's just part of the list here that I have. That was uh, from this morning before the event actually happened. So, yeah, it was. Uh, I heard some of the things too, and it was kind of actually interesting because then it has, and I think we talked about it last year, where on national radio they were talking about. Is it is this a good thing or a bad thing? You know, all this stuff that's happening around National Signing Day, right? Um, having events like this and everything, and I didn't hear a lot of different opinions, um, but I do remember uh, Ryan Rosillo and Danny Canal talking about it. And I think Danny Canal was pretty opposed to it. Um, well, and I'm trying to remember his of- reason, but I can't remember what it was now. Yeah, Canal's a little bit. He's odd because he's back and forth. Like, obviously, you're never going to agree with somebody completely, but there are some things where I find that uh, I'm just a little surprised with his logic with some things that doesn't pass over to others. I uh, To kind of go back to what I said last year, and especially since I know that we have more listeners this year than we did last year, um, I think these events are cool. I think it's great. Uh, you even put it in good perspective where it's like a passing of a torch. You get a... Uh, I mean, you, the things you see kind of in fraternities or family or in a brotherhood, it's like these are the people who came yeah. before you. They're here to welcome you. It's a cool event. But then the thing, too, is like these guys have sacrificed so much and they have the opportunity to maybe go further and play in the NFL and they could make a lot of money, but they haven't gone there yet. And they're going to be going through this grueling experience that is college football where they're not going to be making money. Yes, they're going to have a great degree. They're going to they have full rides and things like that. But I just find this kind of cool because some of these guys like barring the horrible experience of maybe an injury or just different things like that, they may not get to the NFL. And many many of them will not go high in the NFL, so they won't be at the actual NFL draft. So this is kind of a cool experience for them where it's just like, hey, I'm getting recognition for my hard work, and this is just really fun. 
yeah, you're right. And that's probably all they're going to get. And, and what a good way to do it. And it's all about them. But, uh, yeah, you're right. And I'm in, you know, another thing might be the very fact is uh, some of these players, I don't know. I don't know how many, I hope none of these guys, I hope all these guys do great. I wish them so much luck and I hope they play great. Hope they just seriously take it all in, uh, listen to the staff, learn and just be the best football players by humbling them and doing that and just working hard at it, you know, and obviously I'm always, what I don't want to see is a one, one or two of the, these, this class that come in and then there's this, uh, they get kicked off the team or something like that. You know what I mean? Where we had that controversy last year with obviously, uh, um, yeah, I'm thinking the name. Yeah, I forgot his name. Um, yeah, yeah, we had we had an issue last year. We'll go with that. Yeah, and you know one of the players got kicked off, but uh, and you know obviously Perry did. I, I believe Perry will, but um, um, in it, it's something like that, and I don't want that to see that with this group of class. I don't think they will, but you know I just hope that doesn't happen, and that that's one thing I pray about. But you're right; it's like this is all the kids are going to have. An injury could happen, you know, ruin their you know, career sometimes. And, you know, this is all they got. And I, I'm like, go out and have fun, enjoy it and enjoy the town, enjoy Ann Arbor and enjoy the lights and the sound and everything about it. So I disagree with Canal. I mean, yeah, that that's the thing that's going to bug me now. I can't remember why he was saying that and exactly what it was, but I think some of it was part of like the uh, egocentric idea of things, but yeah, it's, it's for all of them. And, a lot of people do their different things, so it's. Um, yeah. I'll be interested to kind of see how it progresses and everything. So, but it was uh, a good day. The highlights were great to see. It was um, fun to have the. Uh, it was different this year because you didn't have. I think it was a little uh, interesting last year to have people kind of breaking down the film as it was playing, mm-hmm. uh, Lou Holtz being part of that group and everything. Uh, so I think it, it flowed maybe a little bit better, uh, with, right. with how they set it up. But yeah, it was, um, I'll have to go back and kind of watch it, watch it. Yeah. And I'm sure that I'll be picking up on more things. So. Yeah. And we'll see where that goes, but, um, yeah, it's a great show and, you know, it's always fun to see this happen and, but like you said, it might you know had maybe a di- just a different feel feel to it than it did last year. Obviously, last year it had uh, uh, Tom Brady and um, you know some other people that were really uh, you know we're talking Tom Brady, big star <laughs> to get him there, and uh, Jeter and yeah, I don't know was Jeter there last year? I don't yeah, think he was. Yeah, he was. Oh, he was. okay. So yeah, you got big names in sports. I mean, we're talking. Not only are they sports figures, but they're celebrities. And we're talking celebrities and Jeter and Tom Brady. They are celebrities, and and that's big. And this was more of a, yeah, these are great, incredible uh, NFL players. But uh, you know, it's uh, not that you got your caliber like Tom Brady and, and Jeter. Those are pretty tops. And then, yeah, so we'll see. Yeah. Um... One thing, uh, well, last year was kind of the new car smell too, because they had the um, 
<laughs> yeah, the good first point. year. But uh, yeah. but yeah, they had a great guest list last year, and then of course, I mean, you had and you can't forget <gasps> Ric Flair being the guest there. That that was kind of the one thing too. I was just like, I'm wondering if you had that sound anywhere. Oh yeah, I got that. I'm saving that. It's it's here for. Yeah. I'm. Uh, I was. Th- that was one question I had. Are they going to try to bring back another wrestler, uh, wrestling figure? Because Harbaugh is big into that. But I kind of forgot. No, that I don't know, man. They're all. You better uh, hurry up. They're all dying off. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> the thing that I was going to say though, too, um, another element of the day is we had uh, <laughs> we got to enjoy picking up. Uh, Solomon and Collins, but there was more to it than just that because we were, uh, Michigan was able to, Harbaugh and his staff was able Mm -hmm. to grind gears for people by doing that because Paul, Paul and the SEC were talking about how Harbaugh wasn't going to come down south and wasn't going to get anybody that they wanted anyways. And so not once... But twice today, <laughs> Harbaugh and his staff took down Alabama and Georgia for Solomon and Collins. Both uh, the three top schools for Solomon and Collins were Georgia, Alabama, and Michigan. And in both those instances, Michigan took those recruits away from Alabama and Georgia. And you know Georgia wanted them. You know Georgia oh, wanted them. Alabama, you can say what you want to. They they had a load class. They had the best class. Yeah, out of everybody this year, but you know that Georgia wanted them, and if you don't believe it, then there's a video out there of some super fan Georgia thing. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. Who uh, was very distraught and upset when Solomon went with Michigan, and he yeah. then continued to go on a rant, and then he like took off his clothes, and it was very unusual. But yeah, so and then that, but then also people were throwing out a lot of the tweets that SEC coaches had said and Paul Feinbaum had said about Harbaugh not having success recruiting in SEC territory. And he he proved it this year. And so he has gone multiple times at proving people wrong. And so the only thing that really has yet to remain is winning some of the bigger games, uh, taking down Ohio State and winning. I mean, one in the postseason last year, but winning the conference and winning something big in uh, the postseason. So there's uh, he's he's got that list. Harbaugh has that short list, and he's checking things off one by one. So oh yeah, you know he does, and that's what's great about our coach, man. Is he's out there. He's like. Okay, I got this down. I got this down. I I went in there and I actually grabbed uh, uh, three. Didn't he get three players out of Alabama and pull them out of there? And uh, Jameric Woods and <laughs> he's also from Alabama too. So uh, and almost got Najee too, by the way. Um, and obviously got Solomon and got um, and got uh, uh, Nico out of there so but yeah you're right i mean talk about man the dude what he he just he continues to bash michigan he continues to fuel the fire 
And um, he wonders why Michigan fans are so against him and talking smack. It's because he constantly has nothing else to say. He should be worrying about his own conference because they suck and and worrying about what they're doing and not worry about what Michigan's doing. We're not going to be – I mean, they're not our rival. So he needs to just chill out and worry about his own team and worry about what's going on. Your team lost to Clemson. Worry about them getting back next year. Well, no, so, that's that's the thing, though, is the SEC, if they don't talk about Alabama, they don't have anything to talk about. Right. It's true, man. They're down. LSU had a great recruiting class. I mean, I'm be, if I was Alabama, I'd be worried about LSU coming back because LSU's on – is going to start coming back because they recruited very well, man. They were just below Michigan in the ranking. I think they're at five and six. So I'd be worried about them too. And Auburn did pretty well in Florida. So rounding up the top 10. So, but out uh, was Alabama number one, Ohio state um, and Georgia and then USC. So um, yeah, fine bomb. You better worry about your own conference, buddy. Yeah, that's what I enjoyed about the Sklar brothers. They uh, they had some of their jokes, and that was part of the thing too that um, I, I threw me off a little bit with the venue. Is I couldn't tell if the crowd thought their jokes were funny because it was in a larger <laughs> auditor uh, area, and so I so couldn't. Yeah, so I couldn't pick up on it. I was just kind of like I was laughing, but then I was just like, "Is nobody kind of finding these guys funny, or what's uh, what's going on?" So. But yeah, they they made fun of Paul Feinbaum, and we're talking about oh. how if you're that obsessed with another fan base, then you, um, oh, what was it? I don't know. So they were making fun of Paul, and then they uh, poked fun at the uh, Ohio State and some stuff like that. So they were a good group. Yes. It was interesting having both of them. It was kind of confusing going back and forth with them this year's. Yeah, that's their stick. So yeah. So, yeah, it's it's um, yeah, good good day, good uh, uh, recruiting, great all, all around signing on the stars and um, what exciting class, man! I'm really this has been like you said. I'm like you. I'm kind of thinking about this just based on the recruits we got. Is this will be this is going to be an interesting season, man, with these guys and you know who's. How many of them are going to be actually be starters? You know, um, I can see a couple of some of these guys starting right away, and which ones will do well and which ones won't. Uh, at the beginning, obviously, I think a lot of them will do very well. But um, but who's going to actually get in there in their freshman year um, and start right away and not even redshirt and start um, doing well and and that'll be left to be, be on you know to see, but. Uh, um, I'm excited. Yeah, we'll be watching it for sure. I oh man, yeah. I just had some on the on the tip of my tongue that I was gonna say with that, but I lost it. So uh, all in all, you know, it was a uh, was a good signing day for Michigan. I mean, gosh, I saw people already talking about two thousand two thousand eighteen, and I'm like. I'm done. Just <laughs> I, I like recruiting, but two years ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm d- good. I'm done. I'm set until I I don't really want to he- start talking about 2018 recruits probably until 
right before the 2017 season starts. I hate it when they overlap. Like well, all yeah. the people who are getting right. uh, offers recently. For oh, they're getting – yeah, right. They're already 2018. Well, yeah, you got the coaches are already hitting 2018, 2019. Yeah, and I know they got to do that, and I, I understand yeah. the process and everything, but it's just like I want – let me focus on 2017. I did better with it last year <laughs> than I've done before because I yeah. followed it longer and I knew the names and things like that, but yeah. just uh, let me focus. Well, you and I, uh, I mean, we're going to be busy this year. I mean, we're going to have a busy, busy year before, you know, till you know, September rolls around and it starts up. But because there's a lot of questions to be unanswered, I think. There's just too many positional place things going on with Michigan that are going to be interesting. So we got, remember, we've lost a lot of players. So we're going to be a lot of players coming in and starting. You got, uh, you know, obviously the secondary, the, uh, I don't know. It's up in the air on running backs and, you know, who's going to be, who's going to, is he going to go with the combo again, or is multiple backs? Or is one one back going to kind of pull themselves away from the crowd and do well and get receivers that could come in and start any time? And, and, you know, Spade, is he going to be the starter? Is Peter's going to push him? So lots of questions, man, but it's going to be a good year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, talking talking about kind of next year and everything, a couple of things to mention here again. Um, if anybody has any connections with, tailgating locations we'll be looking for one for next year because we're hopefully going to have a setup at the home games so if anybody does have any information with that again uh go ahead and call our voicemail that number that we had there earlier um i'll probably share it again here in a minute other things to mention uh like we were saying earlier the prize should be coming out sometime relatively soon we want to do a new shirt order and everything and we want to include a shirt in the prize uh and everything like that so we don't want to say hey you won but guess what you're going to have to wait 3 weeks for your stuff so mm-hmm. instead we're going to wait until the package is ready then we're going to announce and then we're going to ship it so that's going right. on also we had talked about doing the um Thank you, audio voice thing for the 2016 season that we were going to send out. Not a lot of response with that. So Mm -hmm. unless that picks up here in the next week-ish, it probably won't take off. So sorry for those of you who have participated in everything. It's trial and error at this point because we're still, I mean, the the plane's still taking off here. So Mm -hmm. it's trial and error. We're not going to crash and burn, but we might not fly as high as we anticipated as quickly as we thought. So this was just a trial and error thing. So if people still want to do that, needs to be done here in the next week. Uh, just the uh, traffic for that needs to pick up if we're going to do that because you need probably more than two or three people to participate for that to be effective. So right. so wanted to mention that. So I'll uh, share the voicemail number again. If anybody wants to leave a voicemail about National Signing Day, about uh, tailgate information, things like that, or the um, audio thank you thing that we're going to be working on, that's the number is 551-258-3276. Simple call, leave a voicemail. Usually keeping it shorter is better, so uh, we appreciate that. But, um, but yeah, I'm... Um, 
a lot covered kind of today. Also, uh, we'll go ahead and mention, I mean, you guys can always find us on Twitter. I was on there. I, I probably had a little bit more freedom today, Craig, than you did, but I was on there a lot with things with National Signing Day. Mm-hmm. So you can find us at Blue Bros underscore and then our name. So at B-L-U-E-B-R-O-S underscore Caleb or underscore Craig. We're on there usually every day doing a little bit of something. So, yeah. Yeah, get on there. And we, we always like hearing from you and hearing what you think about the show. And, you know, let us know, like you were talking about, uh, about the signing of the stars, what we thought about it. Um, was it different or you like it and thought it was better or and tell us what you thought about uh, the recruiting class um you know and what you think you know what do you think is going to happen in the season to come and what you think your opinion on uh positions you know what what players you think might start right away and which ones will probably red shirt and hold back so yeah, and we'll have specific episodes covering specific things coming up, kind of like we mentioned before. So they'll be, and we'll try to give you guys the heads up like the week before, letting you know what the next week's topic is. Honestly, next week I'm not sure what we'll cover because we'll probably be having such a huge party because it's the hundredth episode that we won't know what to do with ourselves. So yeah, oh yeah, it's it's just it's just gonna bleed all together because it's gonna be a celebration of. The great recruiting class bleeding into, uh, merging into, uh, celebrating the Patriots winning the Super Bowl, merging into us celebrating our hundredth episode. So it's just going to be <laughs> Tim like brought that up because the Super Bowl is coming up, and you know we can bring up uh, Canal, of course, and you know bring back Canal. And the very fact is, Canal's the same guy that said, "Hey, I'd rather pick, I'd ra- I'll pick Rogers any day over Brady uh, in the playoffs." And boy. That came back to buy him, huh? Hater. Such a hater. Oh. So, yeah, I mean, there's no doubt that Caleb and I are Brady fans, obviously being from Michigan, you know. But uh, but uh, I'm hoping he gets his fifth ring. That way he, he becomes the best quarterback ever in the NFL. So I'll be rooting for the Patriots. So Yeah, it was um... – Somebody was talking to me, I think, about that today or maybe it was yesterday about the Super Bowl and everything. And usually, unless, I don't know. I can see why people want Atlanta to win. I get it. You know, I'm not going to sit there and say I don't. I mean, I like Atlanta. I like the way they play. I like Matt Ryan. Uh, I like, obviously, Julio Jones. I think he's a great receiver and they get a great running back. But just personal reasons i just want brady to get that lap that one ring there's so many elements in it by the way you got roger goodell suspending him for four games because of the air let out of a ball and and to see brady get that trophy from goodell and rub it in his face after being suspended four games man i do want to see that yeah <laughs> well yeah that's I, a th- oh go ahead it's, no, it's just drama right there. It's just it's it's great storyline. <laughs> so yeah, usually it's kind of for me. It's just like okay, do I really like one of the teams or do I really dislike one of the teams? And I am more of a Brady fan than a Patriots fan. I mean, I don't really right. have anything against the right, Patriots. Exactly. Um, so since I don't have a problem with Atlanta, I'm I'll be uh, 
invested in the Patriots and everything. So hoping to see them win. I know that some of the people, sometimes when you're out on the outside looking in and you don't really have a team, I mean, I'm saying my team is going to be the Patriots because of Tom Brady, but a lot of people are like, Oh, we're so tired of the Patriots winning. Well, Patriots weren't yeah. even in the Super Bowl last year, so because they've been two, three years removed now from playing in one, so they can pipe down. But uh, it'll be good. But yeah, all that drama and everything into it would be um, really great to see uh, Brady hoist that trophy after Goodell gives it to him. So we'll we'll yeah. watch that and uh, see how it goes, and hopefully it'll be another enjoying enjoyment of a day for Michigan fans. So it's kind of winding up. I think we touched on everything. I really had to make sure to talk about those, uh, that audio stuff, the voicemail and everything like that. So I put that in there. Is there anything else that we needed to mention? I don't think so, man. I think we got it all. So, yeah. So we'll be uh, doing a bunch of different stuff here. So, and, uh, we did one, um, remote location live broadcast for the orange bowl and so if anybody uh sees any opportunity this year is interested in some let us know we could maybe do it again between now and uh before the first game uh we've kicked around ideas with that but we're not sure we've got the capabilities of doing it now so right yeah well we'll see yep that's for sure so uh, hope you all enjoyed the National Signing Day as we did. If you went, uh, we can easily say that we were jealous. So uh, we thank you guys for tuning in. We hopefully uh, you guys have a good end of the week here as it's coming close to the weekend. And we'll finish things off with Go Blue. Go Blue.